You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, I'm Joe Iconis. And I'm Jennifer Ashley Tepper. On today's episode of the album podcast, we're going to be talking about Sympathy for the Killer which is a song that is kind of in the world of the horror movie songs uh, that, that exist on the album, but it's less about one horror movie and more just about the idea of the victims in horror movies. You are going to get to listen to an amazing rendition of the song as sung by Liz Lark Brown uh, with a 1930s-themed arrangement from Charlie Rosen. Very hep. It's very hep. It's hep, hep for Halloween as the kids would say. <laughs> Check it out. We agreed to our roles And we may not be a couple goals You have got a taste to feed And darling, I'm a... Sympathy for the Killer! Yeah! This is such a dramatically different song than the mm-hmm. last few songs we've been talking about. Yeah. It's like in a different style musically. It is, yeah. You know, this is, sympathy for a killer. Sympathy for the killer is a is a is a weird one. It's not done all that much, and it's a song that I wasn't sure I wanted to include on the album. Um, and then when I decided, I, I it's one of the few that I rewrote a little bit mm-hmm. for the album, um, just because I the the what I what I was trying to say with the song, I feel like maybe it wasn't totally clear in its its first version. And mm-hmm. so I just wanted to clarify a little bit. Um, and it's basically in that, the second verse, mm-hmm. the um, the lines about therapy and stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, Sympathy for the Killer is it's kind of a, kind of an intentionally messy song about um, a, a person who is, um, is, is kind of playing the victim. Um, and is playing the victim whether uh, for you know for reasons that are either because of herself, it's because she has cast herself in this role, or because society has cast her in this role, and it's like the and it's like which one of those two things is it? And it's probably both of those things, um, and uh, and you know so that's sort of like what I wanted to to write about, and I think I I saw many people I knew at the time when I first wrote it. Uh, who were sort of in these relationships, and not not even just romantic relationships, um, but you know friendships and stuff. And, and I certainly felt that myself, um, where it was like you're in these you know these these relationships where you're just um, 
you're, you know, you're being abused and how hard it is to get out of an abusive relationship, whether that abuse is emotional or physical or monetary or whatever. Um, and that sort of terrible cycle of, of recognizing this is happening. I'm aware it's happening and I am complicit in allowing it to happen, um, but I can't get out of it, you right. know? Um, which I think is a very real thing for very many people. Mm. And then I liked the idea of using the framework of one of the victims in these horror movies that I, I love watching and I love writing about, you know? And it's like the idea of, um, are these people doing, are these people like putting something out uh, in a way that allows, you know, Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees or whoever, Freddy Krueger, to come after them? Or is it just, you know, is it is it just dumb luck? Or, right. you know, what is it? What is that actual relationship? Um, yeah, and then because the, because the, because that idea feels so sort of like contemporary, you know, it feels so like, examining, oh, why are we in these relationships that we're in? Again, be they, you know, romantic or, or, or you know, friends or, or professional, whatever. Why are we in these things and, and, and how do we end up here and, and how do we navigate them? That feels like such a, you know, sort of modern thing to question that. Um, I like the idea of, of using a musical style of the past mm -hmm. and to have it feel like this sort of, you know, 1940s, jazzy, yeah. you know, tune that like if you, if you didn't hear the lyrics of Sympathy for the Killer, you know, you might, if you just heard the music, it would totally fit in as like, you know, background music and like, you know, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel or something, yeah, right? Totally. It's like, it's that kind of like nightclub 40s vibe, um, which also I think is, you know, is also kind of saying that it, this is a, this, this, uh, this this problem or this situation that the song is depicting is um, you know it's like tale as old as time. <laughs> it's like it's something that's been around forever. We're just kind of like talking about it now. Was this song written like on Liz Lark Brown's voice? This song, um, it was. Yeah, I wrote this for Liz Lark Brown. Yeah. Mm. When was like the first time she performed it? She performed it at the Beachman. I don't know if it would have been a Halloween concert or not. I bet it. I bet it was. I bet it was. Um, and it was probably like 2000 and, I think this was like 2000, this might have been 2010, actually. I guess like it's nine a or 10. big year for you writing a lot of songs. I wrote so many songs. Um, it does now that we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, I guess it's sort of related to Hatch a Job, or maybe I just feel that way because that's another like signature <laughs> yeah. Liz Lark Brown song that's yeah. related to killing. Yeah, I mean, I guess, there's a lot of Liz Lark Brown songs that I've written that are related to killing or main main or, <laughs> you know. I mean, Liz is just like, she's such a, she's such a great musical comedy performer. Mm -hmm. And she, um, you know, she has this like, this gorgeous voice that works so well in, you know, like a lot of people on the album that work so well in the world of kind of like rock and pop, but also classic musical theater. But Liz, like, there's something about her voice, she's a gorgeous deep voice that it, it feels like, it's like Chantoucy, you know? It's like, it's something that is, is like, it feels, it feels like kind of from another time in, in the best way. And so I think I really like giving her stuff that plays against the sort of like, classicness of her of her voice you know it's like what would it you know what a, what would it be like if some of the great singers of the 40s and, and 50s and 60s could sing you know content 
that they never would have been allowed to sing in the right, 40s and totally. the 60s, you know? And so, and, and so for me, because her voice is so sort of gorgeous and because it immediately takes you to this place of like, you know, like a, like a, a smoking nightclub or like a, you know, a, um, a, you know an, an old sort of, you know, beautiful gilded theater, I feel like I, time and time again, when I write for her, I want to return to images of like blood and murder and monsters and things like that that feel really at odds with, you know, what her, her voice just kind of sounds like yeah. when she lets it rip. Um, yeah, and this is another like amazing Charlie Rosen arrangement that like, you know, I, what I love about his work always, but it, on this song in particular, it doesn't like tip its hat to the, the, the horror of the content of the song. It really allows itself to, um, to, just, to just exist in this kind, of, this kind of old-timey place, which then allows the content to be the thing that is um, sitting to, you know, slightly to the left of that. Totally. It's also, I feel like even when you hear this just with piano, you can intuit the style that we're talking about, the 1940s and mm-hmm. all of that. But it's so exciting to hear it with an instrumentation. Like, it's just, it really makes you feel like you're there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And, you know, I think there, because there are, because there are so many, because there are so many songs on this album that are from the point of view of, I mean, like killers, you know, or killers or monsters or whatever. I, I like the idea of having a, just addressing the fact that there are, you know, there are victims of those people. Yeah. And even though this, this song, I do not think is, is, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, there's a lot going on and it's not like, you know, it's definitely not like justice for the victims of, of, you know, of, of werewolves. Sure. Um, there's more to it, but it's just sort of like hearing from that other side and kind of acknowledging the, the the weird sort of you know symbiotic relationship where it's like you have to you know in order for there to to be a a, a villain there has to be a victim you sure. know and vice versa with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Killer, um, monster, or whatever. The sequel <laughs> to Loser Geek. <laughs> yeah. I also, uh, I, I feel like I need to uh, to give a shout out to Molly Hager, who does some some creepy backups. Yeah. Um, and I think the creepy backups are, um, I always think of that as like the audience watching the movie. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the, that's like, that is like, you know, performing the role of the, 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 the enablers mm-hmm. who are, who are, you know, kind of the, 
either the reason for it or certainly not helping it. You know, the kind of like reacting, the like, ah, and it's like both both sympathizing with the victim and wanting to see her get carved up, mm. uh, which I think is such a strange thing about about horror movies and relationships. <laughs> you know, the people who are like you're counseling the person in the bad relationship. It's like there is this sense of like you know, living off of someone else's drama and living off mm-hmm. of someone else's misfortune. And so I think that's um, that's an element that's in, in the tune yeah. as well. That's the sympathy for the killer. I was trying to, it's okay. No, it was good. I was just giving a look, but. Oh, sympathy for the killer. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Thanks so much for listening or watching to my podcast. Uh, do me a favor and go to wherever you just listen to or watch this thing and subscribe or like, or give us a great rating or review, and then head to bpn.fm album to find out even more information about this podcast, more ways to watch, more ways to listen, and check out my album, Album. Thanks so much for hanging out. Album Podcast is executive produced by Liz Armstrong, produced by Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kim Garris, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Be sure to visit bpn.fm slash album for both audio and video versions of this podcast and to listen to album. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Gapone. This is Lin-Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.